0: And halfway home, not only for this show, but halfway home to this week. Happy Hump Day, everybody. My name is Carlos Ortiz. It's Carlos with K filling in for Mark Ryan alongside Diesel. We are the Fan Upstate, and this is Offside. So thank you for making us part of your day, whether you just tuned in or you've been rocking out with us since 3 o'clock. We really appreciate it. You can download the free Odyssey app, search the Fan Upstate, and take us wherever you go. Before we get to the top five at five, if you want to join the program at any point, phone eight four four three two six three six six three, Or the Preferred Home Services text line, 71307, keyword FAN. Again, that's 71307, keyword FAN, and I'll read your messages. And then speaking of which, got a couple of texts that I do want to get to before we get to our top five at five because I let them linger too much. And, uh, you know, you guys and gals make the show go. So I go where you go. Earlier we kicked off the program talking about Dabo Sweeney. We played some comments. Uh we will replay that in the next hour. Uh Dabo had some comments that he had a walk back in regards to trimming the fat. Maybe we gotta lose some games to get these uh bandwagon fans out of here. Again, okay, we'll touch uh we'll revisit that in a little bit. Uh but a texture writes in uh he's hanging on till the nictator retires. Notice he mentions Alabama that's a uh, UNC Chris. Uh so Chris uh joining in the program uh, he's talking about. Diablo's not going to retire until Nick Saban retires. I don't know why he would wait for that. And if you think he can't handle the heat of of Clemson fans, he really won't be able to handle Alabama fans' heat. Yeah, like you know, I, I, there's no reason for him to wait for Saban. Saban, Saban's got his own issues. Alabama's—they're definitely on the downswing too. Uh, Alabama just doesn't it seem like Alabama might be in better shape though. It's weird. Alabama might be in better shape uh, than than Clemson, which is which is crazy to say that, but. Uh, texter writes in my boy, Shane Beamer kicked Mark so hard. He had to sit out today. What show are you listening to friend? Mark is perfectly fine. I- I'm pretty sure Shane Beamer needs to get foot surgery or something like, <laughs> like, no, I-, I-, I don't think anybody here is ducking their heads down. And I certainly will not uh be the uh, person that's going to bow at the altar of Beamer as well. In fact, we'll get touched that in, in 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 a second. And a texture writes in. Uh, CK comes out of hiding every now and then, uh, now and then, and again, so he can uh, put his name on TV and radio. Okay. And another texture because you guys are obsessed with Dukes Mayo. Texture writes in, Carlos, I will get you a jar of mayo. Uh, you have my word. Uh, I think my friend Rogers is going to handle that for me. But anybody wants to send it to me, I gave these St- uh, with my studio address, and you feel free to send them over. we were going to have so I much will, mayonnaise coming to your house. I would be excited. I will, I will read everyone who's been grateful uh, enough and, and generous enough to send me a jar. Don't go crazy. I don't need an eight pack. I don't need a twelve packet. You know, a small jar is just fine. I don't want you to go out of your way. Uh but anybody who sends me something, I, I will happily have it. I'll put it on my burgers, sandwiches, whatever you use mayonnaise. My wife makes a kick-ass potato salad. We'll use that. Put it so, um, on the outside of your grilled cheese. It won't burn like butter. Oh, okay. There you go. So, you know, we will find a good use for it. And then when I come back next month, I'll give you an official review if I would have gotten it by then. Uh, and for all of those who do decide to go out of their way and send me something, I'll send you something back. I don't know what that's going to be. I make no promises, but I'd like to because you're all are nice to me and I'd be happy to be nice to you. Uh, these are, I think it's about that time. We will get back to your texts in a little bit, but we have to get to what we call the top five at five. And now, the top five at five. And five, four, three, two, one. Pausing for dramatic effect. And hit it. Five. Almost pulled my back, telling you to hit it right there. Literally, just cracking my back right now. Welcome to the top five at five, appropriately timed at 5 p.m. This segment doesn't change, regardless of who's driving this bus. And I might be driving it a little bit to the sideways, but I'm still driving it today. Top five at five is our five stories that we tell you you gotta care about what you do with that information is up to you but I think you'll like these stories Uh, let's start with number 5 here number 5 there are a bunch of quarterback injuries in the NFL and there's 3 of note that I want to get to, one with a little Clemson tie in Uh, but Anthony Richardson rookie for the Indianapolis Colts, former Florida Gator turns out he's done for the year uh, Richardson is going to have surgery, season-ending surgery. It looks like, uh, you know, Jim Irsay was, uh, you know, right all along where he thought it was going to be a long-term deal, and and it's a shame. Uh, Richardson has shown some explosiveness to his play. Certainly a raw product. When uh, we thought so in college, you know, he, uh, he had a 58% completion percentage uh, last year with Florida. So. You know, obviously, he's not the stand-in-the-pocket, you know, air him out quarterback that, you know, what you would think of a prototypical guy. But he's just freakishly athletic. He, he looks like a linebacker running at you. I wouldn't want to tackle Anthony Richardson. Um, but he got dinged up earlier in the year, and now he got dinged up for good. He will be out the rest of the year, so Anthony Richardson uh, unfortunately, uh, we'll have to wait another year just to see if there can be some progression and growth from there. So it's a tough break for him, tough break for the Colts. Uh, but they got Gardner Minshew the second, which Diesel, that might be one of the best names in sports because his father's name is not Gardner Minshew. <laughs> so I, that might be, if not my top, then my top three like athlete names right now, just because of how, how the hell is he the second? when there's no first uh but other news well, in do terms you really of quarterback think is- that ted theodore
1: logan was uh or bill s preston was really an esquire uh, no no
0: not at all but you know it, i i love those kind of origin stories and those names so like i wish i had a clever name my my father's name is actually named carlos but uh, uh he's spelled with a c my mom i guess decided to name me slightly different so i'm not a junior uh which works out because i don't really talk to my dad so <laughs> kind of perfect right there, but I'm with a K, he's with a C, so I don't really have a creative origin story. What's the Spanish
1: uh, word for Junior? Would you call yourself Carlos Ortiz Junior, or is there, a, is there a Spanish word for it?
0: That's a good question. I I really don't know. <laughs> I, I <laughs> and, and this isn't radio, this isn't me trying to be funny, this is actually me who speaks Spanish. I don't know what the Spanish translation for... Per- We're going to Google this right on the fly right now, this is what we do for 555. Five, five. Uh, junior... June, you're, it's it, junior. It's actually Junior. It's just Junior with an accent. <laughs> <Junior under> the <laughs> U. <laughs> ah, yeah. oh, that's oh. cool. That can't no, be that's right. Easy. That can't be right. Because uh, you know, you know, son is like hijo uh or menor, which is like minor. Uh, so I figured it would be like menor, but no, L Junior? Well, all right. Well, I guess I'm Carlos L Junior, but no. Uh Carl Switch works just as fine for me. Other injuries, Deshaun Watson. You guys know who Deshaun Watson is. He used to play for Clemson. He was actually, what, the last good quarterback? <laughs> uh, oh, and Trevor, Trevor yeah, Lawrence. I yeah, I forgot about that
1: guy. But then he was actually—he's in my story. Right Kelly Bryant's looking pretty good right now too. But they, but they benched Trevor. But they benched him for uh, for DJ Uiangale.
0: Yeah, how'd that work out? Uh, really. Cleveland Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson said Wednesday, which is today, he can't put a timeline on a return from a rotator cup string to his right throwing shoulder that's a bit of an issue because i thought watson would have been back all right and the browns have a pretty solid team they got a hell of a defense uh anchored by miles garrett uh this is a team that was a you know a a dark horse for playoff consideration uh in, in what should have been a loaded afc but it seems like everybody is kind of wonky right now when it comes to afc The chiefs don't really look like a powerhouse that you should be scared of the Bengals are banged up the Ravens you know, aren't running away with anything. They had an, you know, a loss to the Colts, I believe. I'm like, what the hell was that about? Uh, the Jaguars, with the aforementioned Trevor Lawrence, haven't hit their stride offensively. In fact, I think Lawrence has only had two multi-touchdown days out of six games. So that's an issue, especially for me, since I have Trevor Lawrence in fantasy. So wake the hell up. But this would be a big blow for the Colts. For the Colts. For the Browns, excuse me. If Watson's not able to come back soon. They they had uh their rookie quarterback uh, Dorian Thompson play uh he started two weeks ago. That was a disaster. Browns want him getting smoked in that game. And then PJ Walker, Journeyman, who was uh in uh, the XFL, former Carolina Panther, among a, a couple other teams. Um, you know, he I guess he was serviceable, but they traded a boatload of assets to Houston to get Watson and then gave him every dollar guaranteed in his massive contract so if he's not able to play for uh, you know the majority of this season he was you know ineffective last year after coming back from suspension this is a huge problem yeah that is essentially the, the, the
1: dictionary definition of betting the farm on one player putting all your eggs in one basket I mean they Deshaun Watson had to be their everything or they were deeply in trouble and he had to
0: stay healthy which he clearly has not yeah, so like, yeah, you know, the Browns are really gonna be up. You know what uh, creek without a paddle? If uh, if Watson not able to come back soon. And the last bit of injury news here is this one. You know, well, this was my Clemson time before I completely brain farted. And I forgot Deshaun Watson wasn't Clemson as well. Uh, Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. It looks like he might play Thursday. And as much as I want to, because again, he's an anchor of my fantasy team, um, I kind of would caution. Doug Peterson and and, and the Jags organization, give the kid the week off. Uh, It's a short week, and um, the last thing you want to do is trot him out there at less than 100 (coughs) Wow, coughing on radio is a sin, and I just got something stuck in my throat there. Trotting him out there. Trotting him out there and re-aggravating that knee injury. Uh, You don't want him to be anything less than what he is. Now, he's not exactly the... Athletic quarterback like Lamar Jackson is, but he's mobile. He can scramble, get out of the pocket. So you want him to have full function of that. So I wouldn't play him, but it looks like you know Trevor Lawrence might is right now. He's questionable, but it looks like he might play on a short week here. Uh, so let's get to the next story. Four. Seems like we're already on the injury bug here, but it doesn't hit just the NFL, it hits the college levels. Well, well and one notable injury that we want to talk about here is uh Georgia. Uh Kirby smart. There is no timetable on Brock Bowers' recovery. Listen, this is not a stretch for me to say this. I know, you know, part of my job as being a radio host is to kind of be a mini little hot take factory. I've never been good at that. I don't manufacture takes for the sake of hoping it gets picked up by media outlets and run away with it. And people just say, oh, look at what this guy said. No, there's no really big thing that I can tell you here other than Brock Bowers is damn good. And Georgia needs him. And if he's out for an extended Period of time, and it looks Like, you know, again, we don't know when he's going to come back Because Kirby just said he doesn't know either mm-hmm. Uh, Georgia is Very beatable Uh, this could be one of those situations Where one injury could derail your season And If, let's say The winner of Ohio State and Penn State Pretty much gets a spot in there, Michigan's Probably going to get a spot in there Uh, depending on how they hit their game with Ohio State winds up going, um Florida State, if they wind up staying undefeated, you know, there's a couple of really good teams out here. Georgia could be limping into the finish line, and if they don't have Brock Bowers for, you know, the next couple of weeks, there's a loss in their future. They'll get knocked out. Uh, Now, if you don't know what happened with Brock, he had tightrope surgery to repair a high ankle sprain. Now, someone who has a... As someone who has a predominantly bad left ankle, it's really ruthless uh, for me, where I could just walk and sprain him. This is, you know, it's a pretty big deal. Surgery of any kind is a big deal. So I I thought it was just something that I have to, you know, share with all of you because, uh, you know, if you are a Georgia fan, which I can't imagine you would be in the upstate, you know, you got two teams you got to root for, and both of them are going to have a hope and a prayer to get into the uh, postseason. South Carolina is done, but at least Clemson, Maybe? Maybe? Maybe you want Georgia to lose twice, and you can uh, find yourself in better shape. Uh, but, yeah, Brock hours being out equals no bueno for Georgia. Let's get to the next story. Three. Continuing our top five at five. Micah Parsons rips Cowboys critics. Uh, he says, quote, bring that same energy for our rivals. Now, this comes off of the heels of the uh, Cowboys taking care of business on Monday night, beating up the Chargers. Now, Diesel, I don't know if you had an opportunity to watch that game. If you didn't, honestly, you didn't miss much. I thought that game was a snore for the first half. The second half wound up being mildly interesting because we finally got some touchdowns. It was a field goal contest at first. uh, But the Cowboys, uh, they take a three-point lead with four and a half minutes left in the fourth quarter. And uh, Chargers get the ball back. Justin Herbert throws an interception. And that's that's your game, and that's fine and all. Uh, but over the weekend, the other undefeateds went down. That was the 49ers; they lost a very ugly game in bad weather to the Cleveland Browns. Uh, so shout out P.J. Walker, who got his win in relief of Watson. And the Philadelphia Eagles lost to the Nye Jets. You know, you talk as much crap about the Jets without Aaron Rodgers, and you might get obnoxious with you know Rodgers still talking that he might be able to come back. But the Jets are three and three, and they took down the undefeated Eagles. Now, this is the rare time, Diesel. I'm actually going to defend what a Cowboy player says. I'm a Giants fan. In case you don't know who I am, you know my name is Carlos Ortiz. I live in New York. I do the show from there. Uh, obviously, the show is for you, but I have my—I'm a fan too. You know, I have a right to, to rule on my own teams, and I will not hide from that. So, being a Giants fan, I hate the Eagles, Commanders, and, and Cowboys equally. They're my division rivals. But I'm actually going to defend Michael Parsons here because the Cowboys elicit such a vitriol reaction compared to most other football teams that I can think of. When the Cowboys fail, it's like celebrations in January. You're not one of those people that you know will light up the candles and, and the fireworks and whatnot. But when the 49ers, who also haven't won Super Bowls since the 90s, When they lose, you don't get the media reaction. You don't see the Stephen A. Smiths of the world, you know, dancing on the 49ers graves. When the Eagles lose, you you don't get that reaction. People are shocked. like, wow, wow, look at what the Jets just did. But, you know, there was no, there was no ha, 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 Eagles. But it seems like when the Cowboys lose, all the anti-Cowboy fans come out in droves and just start popping champagne like they won a championship. Diesel, can you think of another team that gets as much hate and enjoyment out of a loss than the Cowboys do? Because no, the everybody the Cowboys haven't won it. since '95 or well, you, whatever. You, you, you invite I don't get that it. kind of criticism when you
1: call yourself America's team when you haven't won a damn thing now in a very very long time. Now we toyed with the idea we do a we do a off topic off sports bracket every year. Uh, we've done the Upstate's favorite bar, the Upstate's favorite restaurant, most annoying pet peeves, things like that. Now we talked about trying to trying to set up a bracket to name America's team to 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 pick a new America's team across all sports. Doesn't matter what level it is—college, pro. Doesn't matter if it's basketball, football, baseball, hockey, whatever. But I don't think Dallas would win that one So who would who would win America's team? yeah Ooh, Who's no, team? we are far too fractured um America's team shifts and moves. Uh, I think right now honestly who would have a really good chance to win it would be Colorado football
0: Yeah, I'd buy that I I, I know there's a there's a definitely a segment of the population that has adopted Colorado football. And I don't want to talk about race and politics And all that other stuff but, Well, you know. people
1: are fickle, they come and go they're, they're, yeah. Colorado is America's team Only as long as, as somebody else Doesn't do something that captures The, uh, I'll the attention you, I, I
0: will say this Colorado I think within the next Year or two You're going to see full-fledged America's team Colorado They're coming Like Deion Sanders says They are coming this year is already a success. They got three wins. You'll know, say so tripled up from last year. Uh, you're going to see droves of talent flock to um, to Buffalo Nation. So, uh, yeah, I, I think you're on to something right there. Uh, maybe we're just a little bit early. Let's get to our next story. Two. Because I'm looking at the clock, and in grand fashion. What was the, Diesel, what did I tell you before I before we got on this five hour? You said we're going to hit 25, but we're going to try to be out by 16. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm already four minutes mass, past the mark here, so I'll make these quick. Uh, luckily... The number two story is what you guys covered yesterday. I just wanted to add my two cents on this, and that's Shane Beamer breaking his foot in anger over the loss to Florida. Now, listen, I got I work with a lot of Florida alums, and I am not I don't mean just Mark Ryan. Um, I actually work with uh, Alex Marvez at uh, NFL Radio Series XM. Uh, Alex is a good buddy of mine. Um he uh, hooked me up with some tickets to AEW when they were in town a couple weeks ago. So, uh Alex will always have a seat at the table for me. Uh so I texted them congratulations. Hey, you got a good win. Nice nice stuff. Uh South Carolina had opp- ample, ample opportunities to win that game. They should have, uh but them beat the brakes. This whole kicking the, you know, uh kicking something to break your foot in anger. I'm not going to kill Beamer for it. I initially was, because I, I heard you and Mark yesterday, these you know, really light them up. And you're right in your criticism. This is not the behavior that you want from a CEO. Uh, this is not the behavior you want from a leader of a man, basically the, the alpha of your program. But I'm going to take this you know, kind of on the fan side of this thing. I used to be a, I guess I'll use the words loosely, professional. I used to be a professional video gamer. And I still play video games on my leisure. And you people are probably thinking oh my god this kid is a nerd uh and you might not be wrong uh but i have my sound system i have my little setup and i love playing my video games i am not a good loser uh, especially when there was money on the line this is the reason why i don't play tournaments and stuff anymore number one i grew out of it but number two uh I i just could not take losing well if you looked at my wall Growing up you could see dents from the numerous controllers that I hurled across the room and I would crack them in droves I used to have like six seven controllers that I have to go through because of bomb bomb and it'd be just That natural like our Reaction where you something just gotta go I'm actually okay when him being angry. I'm okay with him kicking something or punching something it that happens it happens as fans. Like it, Now, he's not a fan. He's a head football coach, so I, I understand why you want to kill him. But I don't want to ask these people to, you know, be candid and let out emotion and then turn around and kill him in the same breath. So... I can kill Beamer for a couple things, and I have done so on this program before. You know when he responded to, uh, you know, quote unquote JV stations, which I certainly still take exception for. You know, you read the, you read the news, you read the tweets, and you, you certainly do pay attention to it. So don't act like you're bigger than what you are. Uh, but I'm not gonna kill him for this. Diesel, does that make me soft? Does it? Am I letting him off the hook too much? I, I, I'm okay. I'm actually okay with him being upset. Now he's a dunsky for breaking his foot. But I'm but I'm alright that he's upset that they lost. Uh upset that you lose, yeah. Of course, you're supposed to be upset that
1: you lose. But you know, there is a there is a contract, there's a clause written into most people in media and sports' contracts that says conduct unbecoming. And this is conduct unbecoming of a sitting SEC coach. The dude makes five, six million dollars a year. You gotta be able to control your emotions. A little bit better than that. We had people calling in yesterday. Oh, when I was in high school, our coach used to break chalkboards. Well, great. That's a chalkboard. That's not your foot. We're not talking about the same thing here, guys. This is not an apples to apples comparison. Chalkboard, inanimate object. Foot is your damn foot. Okay? It's not an it is not an object no, that doesn't I don't, feel
0: pain. It's I don't just think he went in specifically saying, "Hey, I'm going to break my no, foot." He no, just ki- he just kicked something and now he's done because it broke I know. The his foot. The, but, the, but I'm okay with it, I'm, I'm I'm okay with him kicking the blue point
1: here. The point here is not that he kicked something and broke its broke his foot. The point here is his inability to manage his emotions. Yeah. Listen. I,
0: again. I, cause and I, effect I, I here. Gr- the cause I, of the emotions. One thousand The effect is a broken foot. One thousand percent. Yeah. It, it, I mean, I'm not criticizing the broken foot. You know. You're. It, or rather, you're not criticizing the foot. You're. You're criticizing him kicking something. I listen. I'm not saying you. You and Mark are wrong. I just kind of get it. I. I kind of get it. I, I. I'm not gonna kill him for it because um. I sometimes I do want my people to uh, show some emotion. Let's get to the number one story. And of course, we're already way over. One. And we will talk about this more in about 35 minutes from now. But Dabo swinging. Uh, we will play the audio at, at 6 o'clock, so stay around for that. Uh, but Dabo has got to go. And this is not being being hot take machine. Uh, Dabo pretty much has been telling on himself. Uh, he got caught in his coach's show talking about he needs to trim the fat. There. Maybe Clemson should lose a couple of games to lighten the bandwagon uh, load and, and, and lose some fair weather fans. When a coach starts to talk like that, they're telling you that they're out. Or, they're just happy with, uh, with what they've already accomplished. And Dabo having two national championships, multiple division titles, uh, and, and conference championships. Listen, if he feels like he's done enough in the annals of college coaching greatness... Cool, great. I, I I actually still believe he's one of the best coaches in our modern era because it's so difficult to win titles nowadays. uh Before you know NIL and before the transfer portal and everything like that. So uh, you know I, you know he's being hurt by those things now, but back when it was just him and Saban pretty much winning back to back to back to back to back to back, to back. you know nobody else could get a seat at the table. So. I still think in the modern era, it was extremely hard to win. I think it's hard to win even more so now, which is why Clemson hasn't adapted. But he's telling you outright, it's time to go. Uh, Whether he wants to be fired or retire or go to another school, I don't know what the case is going to be. Mm -hmm. Uh, We'll play those comments again later on in in, in the uh, 6 o'clock hour. But for all of you who think or want want Clemson to return to the powerhouse that it was, I'm sorry. That ship has sailed. I think Clemson is just going to be another football program, and that is our top five at five. And in grand, Carlos with a K fashion. Wow, that music dipped out quick. Diesel, you waste no time when I say let's go. It's 27 past the hour. So when we come back, let's continue with your text. Let's get some of your phone calls in here. Let's leave some room for you. It's Diesel. It's Carlos with a K filling in for Mark Ryan. We're the fan upstate. We're never on time. It's offsides. Don't go anywhere. So what does that make me? Because I don't conveniently forget about the rules. I just flat out ignore them. My name is Carlos Ortiz sitting in for Mark Ryan. That's Carlos with a K alongside Diesel. We are the fan upstate, and this is offsides. What does that make me, Diesel? I'm not offsider, right? Am I a... Am I an Uber offside or you're am a, I? A super you're an over, over the liner
1: because you're you're only here sometimes.
0: It's not my fault.
1: <laughs> tell to take more time. Uh, yeah. Off. <laughs> well, we keep
0: telling we keep telling the big boss that the, that the audience loves Carlos Ortiz. Yeah, you all crazy. Uh, but if you want to jump in, in the conversation and tell me how uh, uh, and, and continue your craziness, eight four four fan phone eight four four three two six three six six three is the number. Your dial, 97.7 FM Greenville, 97.1 FM Spartanburg. I call you all Spartans and Greenvillians every time I jump in. Um, Those are the frequencies to reach us if you're not listening on the free Odyssey app. But, of course, one of the most consistent and ways for you to get to Diesel and me is we both read is the preferred home services text line, 71307, keyword fan, followed by your message. And I got a lot of texts I need to get to. Uh, let's, get to, uh, uh, let's get let's get caught up with, as much as we can here. Uh, in the other side of the break here, got to talk about uh, this Dak Prescott tush-push play. Uh, they tried uh, a, a unsuccessfully against the Chargers. Um, it, the, when I play this audio for you, you're going to be like scratching your head, like, what the hell is he talking about? But let's get to our text here. UNC Chris, who chimed in earlier, because you are all obsessed with me trying Duke's Mayo and I and I really am just so intrigued I, can't, I I'm excited to actually uh, finally do so whenever that's gonna be I think I've been rocking with you guys for like a year at this point still haven't had it so maybe we'll get to this uh, sooner this review sooner rather than later uh, but UNC Chris actually brought up <laughs> the most salient point out of how many shows I've done here I can just order the damn thing on Amazon <laughs> I would never have Thought to look at Amazon for anything. My wife is constantly in Amazon. She just ordered some useless crap on Prime Days. I think Prime Days just took place. So UNC Chris definitely just basically put up the light bulb in my head. Said, "Now just order it." But where's the fun in that? I, why should I have to review it on you know on, on my dime? You guys all said you were gonna send me the mayonnaise. So where's my mayonnaise? Uh, Texture writes in. Do you know the last year that Clemson missed a bowl game? That was 97. Or why? Uh, I need some more context for that. But, yeah, 97. Uh, Rich Rodriguez was also at Clemson. I didn't know that. Uh, let's see. Uh, Roger Carper. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I hooked him up with the studio address, so I appreciate that. Texer writes, in Carlos, sorry, but Thursday night football is annoying. The worst is Thursday night football. It should have stayed on NFL Network. You know what, Texer? I agree with you. Thursday night football has been horrid. It seems like it's been horrendous the last couple of years. It's just not a good product. Even when you get matchups on paper, like last year, the Chargers and the Chiefs were like the early season Thursday night game. That game wind up being a dud too. So, yeah, I, I agree with you. But here's one thing I will say. If it's stayed on NFL Network, that means more people are watching it. See, at least... With last year and this year being on Amazon, at least you have to go out of your way to go find it. So like you could avoid Thursday night football if you don't care about it, but just not going to Amazon. So I, I get it, but uh if you're looking to watch the games, that you know I, you deserve to suffer and, and be bored with us. Uh let's see. Texture writes into you, Diesel. Uh need a rejoiner with a Gamecock Crow and then a Beastie Boys. Kick it. He's producing for you. Why didn't you think? (laughs) That's funny. That's funny. I may have to do that. Text her. Let's see here. Well, Wolverine Joe uh, chimed in as he gave in his pick earlier, which was FIU over Sam Houston. But he also said you can blame Russ on the first game of a series, but not for the whole series. Uh, And that's talking about our earlier conversation where uh, I basically killed the MLB postseason format because if you win your division, your reward is to be ice cold for a week. And then you got to play a scorching hot team, and then you seemingly get bounced. It happened to Baltimore. It happened to Atlanta. It happened to the Dodgers. And, you know, we have enough data at this point. For the last couple of years, most of the World Series championships have gone to wild card winners uh, because they get hot at the right time. And, you know, there's just long layoffs hurt baseball teams. They hurt baseball players. Uh, So Wolverine Joe, listen, I get it, but – Sometimes you can't knock off rust with one game. You know, baseball is all timing and rhythm. It's a hundred and sixty-two game season for a reason because it's supposed to be a true evaluation of what these teams would look like over a long k over a long period of time. A one week or two week series is not indicative of who these teams actually are. So when you ruin, you know, a, a, a player's timing by not seeing live pitching, by not seeing live batters uh for a week, yeah. It, it you know and then you expect them to play at the highest stakes, it, it will throw them off. You so guys
1: just want a trophy not a for the game. best regular season record in each in each division.
0: Would that make you happy? If hockey you does that and you know that? hockey does that and what's funny, with that trophy, which I believe is the president's cup, most of those teams get knocked out too. That's hilarious that you said that. But here's the difference, if you want to
1: crown, them, then crown their
0: ass. We let them off the hook. But uh, the, the, here's the thing with, the, with with hockey. At least that team is not sitting on ice. Uh, I know it's a bad pun there. I walked right into it. <laughs> At least they're not sitting around okay, for a week Arnold waiting for a team. Arnold Schwarzenegger from the Batman movie. Why don't everybody just chill? That was good Arnold, right? <laughs> uh, Texer wanted my Adam Wainwright impersonation explaining the difference between a slider and a sweeper. I can do it, just not in the Adam Wainwright voice. Uh, let's see over here, because I really want to get to the um, text here. All right, my professional baseball friend. Uh, because uh, I I pretty much kind of attacked you last hour. But all right, I'll give you a little bit of a a mea culpa here. Uh, The texter who did play baseball and said that, uh, you know, there was a uh, pitch simulator that adjusts to speed rates and spin rates. I'm sorry, uh, speed rates and, and, um, you know, spin and all that stuff. Said it's pretty accurate. I think it's, you know, there's no comparison to watching uh, a a live pitcher. Or a live hitter. Again, I used to pitch. I never made it to the major leagues. Obviously, I never made it to the but majors. But have you ever I hit off well of on one my of way. these simulators? Do you know if they're not actually the real deal? So here's my only counter to this, because I have not. But I am still in the Army. Uh, I, I've been serving in the Army Reserves. This is my. I'm going on my 11th year. Uh, I've been deployed. I've been active duty. You know, now I'm just kind of on Fort Couch. You know, I'm kind of will- I'm killing killing time until my contract runs out. Can't wait. Uh, I love my country, but it's time for me to go. My knees are saying it. You got to wrap this up. I go to the drop. I go to the shooting range, and now there's like this new test for shooting ranges where you have to you know hide behind cover. I still kind of haven't gotten used to it, but I still shot uh, expert. So hey, why not? I'll take it. Uh, but one of the things, Diesel, that the Army's trying to do is you know, clamp down on its budget. So a lot of times when we go to the range, when we get this la- leftover ammo, and we're not trying to tell Congress, hey, you know, we got thousands of bullets left over. We didn't fire them because you know, we didn't need to. Because what's going to happen is when the books uh, open up again, they'll take those extra bullets away. So what we do is we expend the ammo. We'll just put them in mags, load them up, and just start shooting them at sand berms. And brrr, just let them all out. And then, hey, we used all the ammo. Uh, but one of the things the Army's trying to do, and much like you know uh, any proper organization that's trying to save money, they're trying to cut corners. They're trying to go digital. So there is something called the EST, which is an electronic range. It's supposed to simulate what you would see on a real range. That thing sucks. I hate it. The gun, half the times, the, the freaking thing doesn't work. The program doesn't work. And second of all, you can't replicate. You know, the pop-up targets on, an, on a real range digitally. It, it just functioning, functionally does not look the same. Uh, but, you know, baseball friends said, hey, that wasn't a dig. I was telling you how accurate and helpful they are. Sorry if it came off the way. No apologies. We're cool, man. We are cool. I hope you keep texting and you're listening. Uh, I asked all of you earlier, who is, you know, the easiest commissioner to hate? Not who's to hate it. Who's the easiest one to hate? Texter writes in, Adam Silver, by far. I am so fed up with that sport, I will not watch it anymore. Uh, James, Durant, uh, Harden, uh, the list goes on. I guess, guess he's tired of old players. He has empowered this superstar crybabies. You're not wrong, but I think Manfred is easier to hate just because of how freaking arrogant he is. Uh Joe D, this one's for you, Diesel. Uh Joe D had good luck out west last week, so he's gonna stay out there for his upset picks. And by the way, you can still get your picks in. You if you text it to us or give us a call. Uh like Delvin did. We're happy to get your and Nelson. We're happy to get your picks. Uh Joe D is gonna take BYU over Texas. BYU is getting four and a half. Uh Gold Rush is getting Duke 13.5 over Florida State. Now nah, that's a that's a bold uh strategy. John Rhodes is taking Stanford plus 17 over to Bruins, uh, UCLA. So John Rhodes is really reaching for the Hail Mary that you should have uh, reached for, Diesel. I told you, Diesel, be a man. You should have picked Stanford. You should have picked Arizona State. Arizona State, what, I think they're getting 28 and a half? That's nuts. Uh, Texter writes in, hot take. Carlos does a better show than Mark Ryan. I probably shouldn't have read that one because now Mark is going to get mad at me and Diesel's going to laugh and stir the pot. (laughs) <laughs> but you but you, you said it, so I read it. I'm like Burgundy. We'll continue with your texts and your calls and your thoughts on the other side of the break. But when we come back, I got to tell you why the NFL has got to get rid of this damn rugby play. The tush push, the brotherly shove, whatever you want to call it, you can shove it where the sun don't sign. Here's what Dak Prescott had to say about it when they tried it against the Chargers on Monday. He's Diesel. I'm Carl k Don't go anywhere. We're the of State. You're listening to Offsides.
1: This is Eter Gross Mato. This is Ecam cam Hey, it's Miles Sanders of the Carolina Panthers. You're listening to the Fan Upstate.
0: I'm Joni Desiree with your sports update on the Fan Upstate. The Carolina You search the Fan Upstate. You download it. The Odyssey app, that is, and boom, you get Rob Brown six to ten in the mornings. You get offsides with Mark Ryan and Diesel from thirty-seven, and the occasional Carlos with a K, fill in for either one of those guys or both. I don't know what you guys are gonna do your holidays. You guys want? You guys all all you want to leave at once, and just give me the boards. I'll do it. I got nowhere to go. Texter, I think I think is paying up
1: on the send me dukes, and I'll review it. We've got a tracking number that just came in. On the no text line. way. He says you've got two uh, let me scroll 30 up. ounce
0: jars going out on Thursday. Oh, that is so awesome. And so what the hell am I going to do with 60 ounces of mayonnaise? But that's so nice and cool. Yeah, you know what? I will video, I don't see now I gotta figure out how I can get it for the next time I'm on with you guys. Um because I want oh, to last just my you don't even have to refrigerate it. That's what makes mayonnaise so great. No, no, I get that. I want to ha- I- Obviously, I want to try it, but do- or do I just stash the mayonnaise? No, 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 And no. try think- it like the day before, or even live no. test it.
1: I think. Uh, I- well, you could do all of the above. I think you need to. Uh, I think you need to incorporate it into as many different recipes and things that you can, and that way you can have have the full uh, full gamut of what mayonnaise can do for
0: you. Okay, well I'll start off with a sandwich because I'm much going to go. Let's go to the phone line real quick because uh, I know we're going to be up against it. We got to probably get out of here in like two, three minutes. I already know what he wants to talk about. Let's go to Bill Lever, A.K.A. Kevin. Bill Lever, you're on with Diesel and Carlson. Okay, what's up, man?
1: What's up, Carlos? I got two, one question and one fact.
0: Uh huh. The
1: question is, why are the Giants fans hating on Tyrod Taylor so bad?
0: Oh, I'm thinking you were going to rub it in. Oh, what's your second thing, and then I'll answer the question.
1: I want to rag you about your Soul Train debts and episode.
0: All right. Well, I'll <laughs> Bill Lieber, Thanks for the call. I'll answer both. Uh, for just from a Giants fan perspective, I actually, I actually don't understand it myself, Bill uh, believer and I'll be honest with you, because what I saw against your team, and here I'm thinking. Diesel, I'm thinking Believer was about to take up airtime. Yeah, just you're let putting your armor on. You're, you're oh, getting dude, your shield ready. I, yo, when I tell you I had the short the sword on my back ready to chop him down, I had the ultimate comeback. And no, Believer, gracious winner, better man than me because I would have let myself have it. I would rub my face in the nose, uh, rub my nose in the dirt. But in any case, uh, listen, I don't know why uh, some Giants fans and there's a large population that think Tyrod Taylor just stinks, and he's just like. This guy sucks, and, and, and what about this? And listen, there's two things, and I don't want to spend too much time on this because this, well, I'm not I'm doing a New York show. I'm doing a show for all of you here in the upstate. Uh, but going into the half, the decision to run the ball and you know, basically essentially run out the time and score no points where you should have took two shots at the end zone, uh, I don't know if that's on Tyrod or if that's on Dable, but everybody's got to know the situation there. So that's one thing I will say uh, the believer about that, about why some people could be ragging on Tyrod. The second is just a really poor throw to end the game. Uh, yes, that was a missed hold by the referees. That's, that missed call was worse than the call they made the, pray, the play before that. That was called. So it made no sense. Officiating this season has been awful. But that certainly I can understand if, if fans were pissed off as well. But I'll tell you this. I actually think Tyrod did a better job than Daniel Jones has all year. That offense was moving. I saw a competent quarterback behind a shoddy line, and Tyrod's had to play with the same deck that Daniel has had all season. In fact, Tyrod Taylor got the worst of it because Josh Azidu got hurt, and Justin Pugh coming off the couch, was literally off the streets, who was elevated from the practice squad, who, by the way, got an active roster spot now, had to play left tackle because of injuries. So Tyrod had a worse line to deal with, theoretically. And the offense looked good. Now, granted, they only scored, you know, nine points. Or 12 points, rather. I get it. Totally get it. But I thought Tyrod did a a commendable job. So I I don't know why fans are killing him uh, left and right. Uh, Let's get out of here. We will talk about that Dak Prescott uh, push in a little bit. I did tease that over for you guys. We'll get that into the next hour. But coming back, Dabo Swinney, he's telling you who he is. You got to believe them. It's Diesel. It's Carlsworth K. We're the fan of state. You're listening to his offsides.